three, two, one. Happy New Year! It's me, Ryan Seacrest, here with my guest host, Dick Clark. Welcome to What Are You Watching Podcast. Hi, Seacrest. <laughs> it's because you stroked out. I, That's so I, insensitive. I know. I love. I love Dick Clark. This is a good hook for the episode, though. People are people are gonna immediately listen. That was a good. Hook. That was a good hook. Yeah, they're disturbed. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's let's get to the episode. I guess. All right. We are tonight's entertainment. I'm not going to stop the wheel. I'm going to break the wheel. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. All right, welcome to episode 20-something. Like I said last episode, we do not count anymore. Um, but this episode is the 2022 year in review episode with our first guest since the reboot. Uh, Mr. Krabby Patty Kane will be on later in the show. We just interviewed him. It was good. It was yeah, good. it was good. It was good. You know, he. I think you said it earlier. He looked like a Make-A-Wish kid when he hopped on the screen. I think he's just, he's wanted this forever. I'm Tom Brady. I, he was top of the list. We picked him. But all things aside, he was great. He he's a consumer of media. He didn't have to fake yeah. anything. No, he brought he brought an extra little flair. So you know, it was. it was exciting. It was exciting. Yeah, having guests on makes me really miss the studio because you know we lived with Barks for three years of our lives, and we never had him on. And Barks is probably the first person to ever ask to come on the podcast, and is yet, to, and we've yet to invite him. Yeah, and that's why you would think it would be some sort of make a wish situation because we're his friends. We've we are we've known him we for are. four years of college. And yet, when he came on this podcast, he was so excited. He wanted, he's wanted. he been asking for years, and we finally years. gave it to him. So mm-hmm. it was a great time, and um, we were glad to have him on. It was a treat. Yep. It's a great time. We're excited to show that um, show that, all to, or show that to you all. But anyways, um, happy December 14th. Happy December 14th to <laughs> all of our loyal, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Special day to all of our loyal fans. Pearl Harbor Day was seven days ago, so that's crazy. Or, and some change. Um, but yeah, you know, it's December. We're freaking motorboating towards Christmas, huh? I mean, it is, it is going quick. I love you just stretching for something to say. <laughs> this is like, it's like the worst small talk ever. You're like, just in like this office party. So yeah, I mean, the month of December, it's what? The 13th, one, two, 12 days. I mean, everything's just <laughs> flying by. On the Aztec calendar. I mean, we should be, <laughs> this has been eons. Yeah, no, I I really appreciate you because like usually I'll move on to the next bit. You're or, you're good at it. You're good at. It. I or, tried to take the lead there. Or I'll describe what we're about to do. I'm like December, huh? Libra season, pretty crazy. <laughs> Any Libras in the crowd right <laughs> now? But listen, that's why we're a live show. That's why we're live. We need a live studio. That's why we need a soundboard. I mean, we in reality have been manifesting these things. We've been manifesting like the, the you know the sign that says applause, like. We've been manifesting the, the laugh. We've been yeah. manifesting Rachel laughing in the background. Like there's levels yes. to it, right? Before we become Jimmy Fallon, we have to become good podcasters. Good podcasters have people laughing in the background. So slowly but surely we're getting there. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I, I like how you're saying that. 
Um, Rachel, for anybody that doesn't know, is my girlfriend that's so smart, beautiful, mm. she's and pretty. Best. She's <laughs> she's pretty cool. Um, yes, yes, but to be Jimmy Fallon, we have to get there, and we are, and we are. Yeah, I, I was, you know, I was editing the episode. The soundboard, the soundboard is probably the first step, but I feel like if we if we need to stay authentic, we need to keep the soundboard close to our hearts. Yeah. Which in reality yep. means it's just us making noise. Right. <laughs> Cocksucker. Cocksucker. You know, it's like, what? Peter Griffin. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing with the hair. You've been fixing the hair a lot today. You think on camera I have? I don't yeah. think I have at all. You've been slicking it back. Like that? Like that? <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like what a mad mom does to the cat. Your, your, your hair's sticking out <laughs> in the back. And they keep Jeremy, god damn it! You know? <laughs> now you look good. He looks in the mirror and he looks like five times worse. She goes, you look great. That's what that is. Um, Is this our third straight week in a row? Or you, no, I was in... London. Never mind. Never mind. I was, I was about to ask if we were streaking for a bit. Well. No, no, no. Well, it's just this and Andor. And also, are you going to bring your mic home? Are you going to bring your mic home? Yeah, I'm going to bring. I'm going to bring my mic home. All right, the snowball. Um, no, it might be the third straight week. It, yeah, I think this is the third straight. What did we do week, before Andor? We did. Uh, we did. Uh, Think fast. What, what the cuck and cuck? Think fast. Um, I don't remember. Should oh, two towers. So, no, or, sorry, return, power, return, return. Return to the King. Yeah, so it was DEFCON 3, The Revenge of the Soundboard, and now 2022 yes. Year in Review, sponsored by Google and Zeitgeist. And Cheddar Square. <laughs> Zeitgeist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sponsored by Zodiac Killer and Madmouth Productions. Should that could we, be a good name for a production company. Madmouth, Madmouth Productions. I'm, I'm into it. I don't. There's no story behind it, but I'm into it. It just came to my head. In no, no, no. I can already see the logo. You know, big teeth sticking out. Kiss. Not vampire ass, but it's a mad mouth. Right. Um, mad mouth production sponsored by What Are You Watching Podcast. So we do have a guest on today, and I want to know maybe for the fans, um, if anyone listens, any other guests they would like to have on. I know there's some people in the queue right now. Um, Jordan, who owns all the movie theaters from Buffalo. Ehad, yes, he's in the queue. Former financier and... Um, Supporter, uh, money backer, um, <laughs> angel investor, yeah. uh, money launderer, <laughs> creative visionary. Um, he was everything for us, and he left us dry. <laughs> he, he left. He, the, he left us he without abandoned a mic. us. Yeah. He abandoned us. He took our equipment and he moved to Miami. Um, but this podcast would actually never exist if it wasn't for Ehad. Him believing in us, a Caribbean and a half Jew. Yeah, who would have thought, huh? Um, <laughs> French Canadian. Well. So we got some guests in the queue. We got it's it's a little difficult. I will note for the interview, it's a little difficult to do three people on the internet. It's just not easy to bounce back. You've all been on shitty Zoom meetings, shitty team meetings, wherever he goes. Uh, uh, sorry, and and you were saying, and then you know, right, it happens. Yeah, and uh, really quickly to the fans as well. I just want to let you know, yes, we have this queue of friends that want to be on, but there's an actual larger queue. I mean, Robert Downey Jr., uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, I mean, Elizabeth, Christopher Nolan asked, his brother Jonathan asked. So we're trying to find this balance of who to have on and when to have on. So that's why we haven't had a guest in the last four, three years, 
because we don't want to upset any one person in today's social climate. Yeah, I mean, it's a tricky climate. And like I said last week, like we were a failing podcast, but <laughs> when seven days later, 10, seven likes, days. 10 likes on Twitter later, listen, here we are. We are. <laughs> I'm rejuvenated. I'm wild. <laughs> we're a wildly successful podcast with uh, plenty of A-list celebrities wanting to be on to help build their brand because we have a huge audience. Yes, build branding, brand building. It's working there. The the reception we've received on social media the last couple of weeks just warms is, my heart. Is absolutely tear jerking. Just warms I mean, my heart. Just when we thought we were going to give up, we we got right back on the horse. So thank you to our loyal fans. Maybe Dan will start doing bachelor tweets again. I'm not really too sure. Um, um, I only just, I only watched the first episode. That's it. Okay. Well, we could do it then. Get some followers and dip out. Yeah. And then maybe come in for the finale. Um, just really quickly, this has nothing to do with anything, but you know how we just said seven days. Mm-hmm. So a couple of days last Saturday, my dad goes, Hey, when are you going to be home again? And I just replied seven days. It's from a movie. It's from a horror movie, the ring. If any of you have seen it, you pick up the phone, you go seven days and you die in seven days. So my dad calls me. He's like, Hunter, what do you mean? Seven days, like seven days from now, like in the December 7th, something like that. I'm like, I just replied seven days and I hung up the phone. So I just thought that was funny. Yeah, you are funny, man. You really are. No, Fred probably Fred probably just snapped his phone on his knee right after that moment. <laughs> My fucking son. Yeah, right? God, <laughs> goddamn kids. Um, <laughs> that means it's the next segment. If you watched last episode of Revenge of the Soundboard, we do sounds again. That was just really quick. I, you know, I was really enjoying the talk, but <laughs> yeah, I was having so much. Uh, we're having a great time. Bada bing, bada bing, bada bing, boom, boom. Bada bing, bada bing, bada bing, boom, boom. No, I think we said that we have to cover our mouths though. So it's and pretend we're pressing something. Mm. So it's like, you know, next segment. Yeah. Uh, I wish you didn't do. I wish you didn't do the at the end. It just. I don't know. It sounded like. <laughs> Uh, it sounded like Ernie from Dog you know, Whistle. Burton. No, what's Ernie? From? Yeah, Burton Ernie. Sesame Street. Sesame Street. It sounded like it sounded like Ernie was getting a rib job. <laughs> you were like, <laughs> however you did it. I mean, it just no, that's hurt. that's enough out of me. That's Ernie was getting pleasured. Okay. Um, we are about to do our NFL picks. Go through Barker's top five movies, top five shows, and then after Barks, we're gonna come back on and do our top five movies and go through everything we watched. And top five shows and go through everything we watch in 2022. So meet our guest, Matt Krabby Patty Kane Barks. All right. And we now welcome our guest, actually our fifth guest in history. So congratulations. You made it to the top five. And that would be uh, Mr. Matt Barker. Hello. Thank you for you guys for having me. I really do appreciate it. I've been kind of asking to be on the pod for the last two years now. Um, and it's just going to fruition. So super excited to be here. Um, and you know, I honestly you know, think for, there oh. are two ways that we can do this, right? You know, I'm a smashing success and I'm going to become a regular like Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee mm. po- podcast, or none of the listeners will ever hear this. And Hunter and Dan are going to have to redo this episode again. So we're hoping for the first one, mm. but you never know. That's a wide spectrum. That's a wide spectrum. Yeah. Um, I, I, first off, I want to say also thank you for coming on too. You say you've been a big fan for quite some time now. Dan, I don't, you know, quote me if I'm wrong here, but do you remember receiving any 
uh, merchandise requests from a Matt or a Donna Barker, any credit card information, any <laughs> shirts purchased. Oh yeah. So you can tell, you know, Barks doesn't actually listen to the episode one, one, because we always talk about how no one listens. And if you're listening, you need to tell us Two, we didn't get any sort of wire transfer of money. Cause if you're a fan, you have to pay. Ah, yeah. See, I'm not on Patreon. I don't think you guys are on either. So I can't really do that exchange um, in a legal standpoint. Mm. So not mm. sure where we go from here. Maybe maybe you guys invest. <laughs> yeah, uh, we don't, you know, you know, we've talked about in episodes, we, we take all sorts of currency. Um, it can be yen, it can be Patreon, it doesn't actually matter. So uh, thank you for coming on one and thank you for being a fan because I wanted to note uh, this episode um, is our 2022 year in review, obviously. Um, I wanted to note some of our Twitter followers who always give us a like and Barks, Krabby, Petty Kane, you are one of them. Um, he is. So He's a loyal customer. We have some loyal fans and I'll give them all a shout out later. That's hmm. it. Barker, you have nothing to say to that? Oh, sorry. Everybody just, just kind of froze. He just put, he just put um, his heart on the line hey, for you. Well, we can, we can adjust it. But, hey, the thing is with the Twitter, right, I'm a big fan of the Twitter. I think it's I think it's very productive. As, you know, it's I not necessarily am listening to the podcast. Um, I couldn't listen to the last episode because I haven't finished Andor. Um, so I didn't feel that from a professional opinion, you know, seeing you guys talk about the work uh, would be appropriate in that kind of setting. Absolutely fair. And in all honesty, no one actually listens to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's it's just my parents and maybe a few other people. <laughs> I was going to say, what are you talking about? Have you ever seen freaking Ellen and Joe Arsenault? Man, they got this shit on speed dial. Yeah, no, 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 they listen. But other people, that's why we make the clips. That's why we're trying. Bite-sized. Yes. My computer had some issues. I'm back on the edit grind. I posted one today. Got 10 likes. It's It's that easy. Hey, maybe we invest in YouTube shorts too. Let's Ugh. let's get in there. Maybe a little TikTok, mm. you know. Really, we can get in that space. It's like really uh, Occupy Wall Street, but Occupy YouTube. Yep. No, Barks makes a good point. The future is in the short form. The question is, do I want to do it? Uh, that's a business business decision for me and Hunter. So we'll get there. And by business decision means, uh, or by business decision, Dan means that I don't know how to do things when it comes to social media and or videos or anything on the line for that matter. So once again, by business decision, it means that Dan would have to do absolutely all of the work. <laughs> and that just might not be something he wants to do because our intern Mike was fired. Yeah, he was fired for being a piece of shit. And you know, I and think- for sexually harassing the talent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why we haven't had a guest in, in years. Yeah. Poor, poor Downing. Mike, poor Downing's Mike, episode oh got God. canceled. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we are going to go through our picks, um, with Barker and going back to Twitter. We love when people interact. Barks was one of the first people to start the hashtag that went worldwide viral hashtag fade the consumer. Absolutely. (laughs) Fade the consumer. Like I said on Twitter, you find a trend, you run with that trend until it hits the ground. I have been fading Hunter's picks since week six. Let me tell you. I have made so much money, so much money, that I don't even know what to do with it all. <laughs> yes, I lost uh, last week a little bit, mm, but hey, still a winner. Still a winner in my eyes. I, I want to come in here and say if I really wanted to, I could have released my 
Patreon picks that you have to pay for members only. I didn't. I didn't. And I also just want to put it out there that your hurtful words, hashtag fade the consumer. We're talking sleepless nights, domestic abuse. I, I mean, I my life started to spiral from that. So people were, I would walk down the street, yo, fade the consumer, right? On my way to work, I'm picking up groceries. I'm trying, I'm going to charity events. And people are telling, people are yelling, fade the consumer. So you started an avalanche of pain and suffering. Good, good. Because, hey, not all uh, not all bad info is uh, good info, you know? Right. Yeah. I, you right. know, I would love for this whole fade the consumer thing to become like a huge bullying scandal of Hunter. Like, he shows up to work and they put him up on the flagpole, atomic wedgie style. He's hanging by his mm. tidy whities And the mm. flag is not the American flag anymore. It's just all. It's my, it just it's says my fade chaps. the consumer. <laughs> No, yeah, it's my it just says fade the consumer. You're, oh, yeah, oh. you're listen, flagpole, your underwear, you're dangling. The flag right. says fade the consumer, two and six. It does my butt look good? <laughs> it's clean. There's not a single hair on it. We all know that. All right, all right, it's bodacious. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, fade the consumer. Hopefully, it gets trending again this week. Last week, Hunter did hit on the Bengals minus six against the Browns. Won it on a flea flicker. Deshaun Watson looks awful. Uh, <laughs> he's a piece of shit. He is a dirtbag. Yeah. So I don't. I think the public wants to lose because when I was watching that game, I've never ever rooted so hard for a game I had no betting interest on. Like I was really one of the Browns to come back and cover. I will say that there was a point at about halftime where I kind of wanted to lose just just to just to keep it going. There was a point where I would I would bite the bullet of the mental health. And just keep losing so everybody else can have a treat. Yeah, we're excited to see what you pick this week. Um, but let's go through our best bets, and we'll let our guest Barker go first with Sears' best bet. No pressure, Krabby. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I kind of wanted uh, Hunter to go first, so just that way I could take the exact opposite of what he was picking. Uh, I think no, you no, can I go like first, idea. I like that no, idea. I think you can go first. I'm gonna this be, is my I'm going to be the honorable man here. I'm going to be the honorable man and. You know, go first, give you my picks. Best bet right now that I'm seeing on my illegal book, Detroit Lions pick em money line. Right there, easy, done with. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Mike White, Mike fucking White, what a stud. Starter in my fantasy league. Yup, you see Hunter doing it. He's got no rips. Broken. He lost three rips. He can Last suck his own dick. His first game he started, he threw three touchdowns. Last two games, zero. They have no movement in the red zone. They're not going to be able to, uh, you know, go against this bend-don't-break defense that the Lions have. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell, grit, stand up. I'm going to start crying talking about it. Like he he, It's worth it. It could shed tears talking about Dan Campbell. Unbelievable. Rodrigo. I like that pick. And there's a chance Zach Wilson could start. Uh, Who the fuck is Rodrigo? Oh, you got to watch the Hard Knocks. Dude. You didn't watch Hard Knocks? Oh, I didn't watch Hard Knocks. All right, keep going, keep going. Um, yeah, I just, thought you just had like a brain lapse. I'm like, who the fuck is Rodrigo? You know, just just like, made up some random assistant coaches. <laughs> yeah, just just so, like so like not even a last name. Like he's talking, and you just go Rodrigo. Yeah, I mean that was just weird. That Rodrigo, was like, man. And like I, I picked up Tourette's. on it, like there was no there's no problems there. Yeah, so. I thought right, we had all right. watched. That's on me. Yeah. Um, okay. But Rodrigo, yes, defender for the Lions. Uh, Zach Wilson might start, so be weary of that. Any betters, any fantasy football managers with Garrett Wilson, 
Zach Wilson might start. Um, Barks, great pick. And I will go second because Hunter will go third. We talked about it last episode. Retention, right? If you're listening for Hunter's best bet. They all want my picks. Retention. They all want the world wants my goddamn picks. <laughs> we're we're Barks, we're an analytics run podcast retention. All right. We have a we have a what are you watching OnlyFans account where it's not nudes, tasteful pictures, and we're putting on like a sports picking calendar edition. You should just sign up. Okay, yeah, keep going. you can go. Will back. You send me the link after this. Maybe, uh, maybe plug it in the the Spotify comments. Yeah, right. So, like I have a know. I have a cheese grater, and I'm wearing like a little sideways Packers hat. Cheese grater is covering my wang. What about? And I'm sitting there, and it shows like, <laughs> and it's like seventeen to zero, and that's the score I predict for Aaron Rodgers that week, right? Yeah, no, I like the NFL theme. I was kind of thinking like the August edition is you in a gimp suit. Like I <laughs> <laughs> zipper halfway between my mouth. So you can just see. Yeah, no, but I like the NFL theme. That could actually go somewhere and okay. maybe I can I'll get the camera out, we can get something more. Maybe maybe okay. put a playoff team in there, but that's my right. Team. Right, 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 right. Like I'm spreading my butthole and like it's like the O and like Broncos, right? For like, uh, you know, for like uh, July when they got Russ and everyone was high on them. I like, I'm into it. I'm, I'm into the NFL theme. I think we can get a few more months out and we could really get you famous finally. Yeah. Okay. Um, so for my best bet, I was between two picks, but I'm going to move my one pick to end up being my underdog pick because I've never hit an underdog. Um, <laughs> Couldn't be me. Yeah. Next gen stats. Hunter out of uh we've done eight weeks, but I don't know what our first underdog bet was. So out of seven weeks, Hunter has hit four out of seven underdogs. It's impressive. I could be better. Um my best bet will be giddy 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 yep. Panthers minus three at home against the Steelers. I forgot Bart is a Steelers fan. I just noticed that as I said that out loud, so I have apologize i was gonna take the giants plus four and a half and i know that's gonna hit now that this moment happened um at home bank of america stadium the hardest place to play in the country this is more betting against oh, it seems like a dysfunctional frustrated steelers organization even mike tomlin so this is more betting against them this is a hot panthers team right now it um, goes all the way up to art rooney mm-hmm. It's always the old owners. It's always the old owners. Trench coat on the sidelines. Probably had slaves not too long ago. Um, so you got to be careful with those old Air dropping the cheerleaders. It's a disaster. Yeah. Every NFL owner has one sort of accusation, right? You can't be that rich, white, silver hair, and not right. have an accusation. No. Our Rudy goes down to the sideline. He goes, hey, uh, you want to touch my dick? And the cheerleader goes, nope. And uh, Rooney goes, fair enough. That's that's cool. No yeah. worries. That's called right? a, like, that's called a transaction. Yeah, that's um, yeah. <laughs> but I'm taking Panthers minus three at home against the Steelers. So Barks, I apologize. Dan, it's it's fine. I get it. You know, if Kenny Pickett was in, it'd be a completely different story. Absolutely. Without two concussions, you know, we got to look at the health of our of our rookie franchise quarterback here. Um, and you know, TJ Trubisky. TJ Watt's not playing well. Mitch Trubisky came in and within a quarter ruined Kenny Pickett's five game turnoverless streak. So if anybody says that Mitch Trubisky's a good quarterback, they're smoking crack. Yeah. They're hanging out with Hunter, the consumer, and making these picks. That's a good point. And I also want to note I did see a video of Mason Rudolph with his fat little face just being in the in the locker room. He's like, I'm ready to go whenever. If they call me, I'm ready to go. 
And that that's so when I was racist. like, that's when I was like, fuck the Steelers. I'm betting Panthers minus three. Best that's bet fair. of the week. I don't stand with Mason Rudolph. I think unanimously um, we all hate Mason Rudolph. Like yeah, he's even, definitely even Steelers fans, like the the boys that I'm I'm friends with that are Steelers fans, we all hate Mason Rudolph. So facts. We no stand we stand with the with the crowd. Cheers mm. to that. All right, Andres. Um, right, a little PSA, public service announcement. Uh, the Knicks just blew quite a lead. They're heading to overtime with the Bulls right now. Um, <sighs> so that's upsetting. Julius Randle missed a twelve foot uh, little pop shot to win does not matter i, I want to note something every time you bring up a sabers or Knicks game that's like months away from the playoffs like you should get some sort of punishment we've talked about this no early season nba in the middle of the podcast it's a psa so people can timestamp this <laughs> right the person listening to this two days later is like oh no <laughs> <laughs> well this might be when all of humanity dies and is reborn, this could be the only piece of history that survives, right? Like, yeah, if we're in a time capsule, the future's fucked. That now they're sitting there and they're going, "There's some sport of the Nick and Bull, and over time, you know, we can recreate society." Doesn't matter. Should we Does make? Should we make a time capsule? I think we should. We'll put in little things, use condoms, other other devices <laughs> to clone, to clone the simple, yeah, the basic, the simple ones. Thank you. Um, yes, best bet. I have. I I am on a one game absolute trailblaze That's... through my stats right now. I'm on fire. I I will put that out there with the fans. If you faded the consumer last week, you can go right ahead and fuck yourself just about everywhere you possibly could. <laughs> um, That's what you get for doubting me. Yes, Matthew, I see that hand. You can simmer. I received a plethora of texts from both Bengals and Browns fans, both saying thank you so much for your endorsement. Even if I said a team was going to win, the Browns fans said thank you for the endorsement. Does not matter because I'm on a trailblaze. So this week, this week, ladies and gentlemen, I am going with best bet, best bet, best bet. Two teams, one city, one arena. I'm only picking one of them. It's the LA Chargers. It's the LA Chargers against the Tennessee Titans. Minus three. Okay, that Come was on. that was incredibly confusing because I was like, "Who the Giants and the Jets aren't playing each other? The Rams and the Chargers aren't playing each other." So it was a tough leading. Well, it's I'm sorry, but it's if you hey, get no, 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 no. the you kind got, of murder uh, mystery I'm going for, that's where you pause it and mm. you go, "Oh God, oh God," and you pick one of the teams. Okay, uh, you know what? The, not a bad pick. The Titans blew it last week for me. I mean, they were a mess against the Jags and yeah, Chargers. Chargers seem like they're on the up, so seems like you might be onto something there. Brandon Staley's a rat, yes, but having he's strictly analytical. It's, he's too he's too analytical. Um, but they got Keenan. They got Mike Williams. Finally, both healthy. Who Keenan's just a route running dog, and Mike Williams makes every contested catch ever. Tossing Eckler and a wonderful flowing hair, Justin Herbert. And that's Ooh, so that's a flowy. recipe for victory. It's gorgeous. All right. Best of luck, Connor. So I got Panthers minus three. Uh, Barks has Lions pick them against the Jets. Hunter, Chargers minus three against the Titans. You betcha. I'm going to say it's minus four. Um, okay. Do what I'll, you I'll want. take a look at the book. You do that for I'm me. I'm going to keep you honest. Um, all right, let's go through our underdog bets relatively quickly because they're not as important. Barks? We're going Unless with... you like value. Mm, it's all about value. Ooh, it's all about value. I mean, <laughs> I only do parlays just for the value. And this week, we're going with the Jacksonville Jaguars money line, baby. Wow. Yes. Let me, let me tell you something. It's officially Trevor Lawrence season. It is. 
Travis Etienne had two fantasy points, I think, this week, and they put up 36. Trevor Lawrence is in a league of his own in this old, this 2021 recruiting class, or 2020, whatever it is. And he is going to continue to do what he does. And look at the other side. The Cowboys didn't know what they were doing against the worst team in the league last week. Mm. I The game was, they, they scored over 50 points combined, but mm. that game was hard to watch, guys. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was, it mm-hmm. was a, you know, it was a train wreck. It was yeah. something that you didn't want to watch, but you had to because it was just, it was so terrible. Classic. You, you know, I, I will say, sorry to cut you off, Dan, but I wanted to get this in. First off, shout out Dan and Hunter for calling the rat line of the Lions last week. Two, yes. leading into my point now, it smells a little ratty. Cowboys minus four against mm-hmm. Jacksonville smells a little ratty. Uh, not full rat, no. but something, something's up. Yeah, it's a fishy line, not ratty. <laughs> I just think one team's hot, one team's not. That sort of thing. Jags are at home. They're in the swamp. Um, all right, it's a good pick. I'm going to go divisional game. Giants plus 180 at Washington Commanders at the beautiful FedEx field. Uh, world-class facilities. Giants, I think, are the better team than the Commanders, or at least better coach team, more disciplined. And that's when that shit shows up. It's December football. It's an NFC East battle, battling for that last position in the playoffs. Um, kind of with the Lions, with the Seahawks, with each other. So this game means a lot. Four and a half is a fat line for that. But plus 180, good value for the Giants. Mm, I like that. My only thing, I can't believe you think Brian Dable is a better coach than Riverboat Ron. But yeah, in, I mean, in terms I could... of the team. They're okay, disciplined. Yeah. They're disciplined. Yeah, dis- I mean, I think, I think both teams rally around both of them. Brian Dable, just a football guy. Ron Rivera, cancer. Beat so cancer, like, yeah. Like, yeah. literally, you can't go wrong with either way of the coaching the coaching style. Right, absolutely. Right, mm-hmm. and Heineke is just decked out with tattoos. I mean, you got to root for that guy. XFL product. Yeah, um, I guess that makes it my turn. Julius Randle just missed both free throws in overtime. I guess it's my turn here. Um, going value, I'm hot on the underdog picks. And this team is an absolute dumpster fire. But they're going to win this week. And that team is the Atlanta Falcons at plus 184 against the New Orleans Saints. And here's why. <laughs> I'm intrigued. It's, I'm intrigued. It's, it's just going to happen. Andy Dalton looks like, I don't even know what to call him. He, he looks like a dead man walking. The guy has no clutchness. He gets sacked every other day. I don't know what's going on. New Orleans is pretty much effectively out of the playoffs. They're three and nine, even though they're three games out. But Atlanta on the coattails of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And for some reason, I feel like Cordero Patterson is going to have a great game. I think he's been underutilized since coming back off injury. And for some reason, I think he goes for over 100 yards and they put him to bed. I think they win. Plus 184, 10 to win 18, 100 to win 184. It's great value. What do you think uh, Marks Merida is going to do? What's his stat line? Wow, that's a great question. I'm going to go with... 14 for 22, uh, 196 yards, two touchdowns. Um, so Dan, do you do you want to tell him or do you want me to tell him? Yeah, he's getting like he's knee, not playing. He's getting like knee surgery or something. Like he's, that's crazy. No, he got put on administrative leave by the team. Oh, I heard he's getting surgery. I thought I read he's getting surgery. I I read that he got he's on administrative leave or something for the way he acted after like mixed ones. Wow. Interesting. So who's their quarterback? Desmond Ritter. Product Atlanta, of Atlanta wins. Atlanta wins. Atla- 
even better value Atlanta wins. Even better value. I I think if I just didn't show you how uneducated I am when making my (laughs) picks, which could lead to a lot of my losses, I have never been proven right more in my life than this value pick. It's a must. And Barks, we are both correct. He is mad. He got benched and he's taking a leave and he's also getting knee surgery. Oh, he's doing it all. He's just doing it all in one one little window. Love that. I mean, you might as well. You're taking a break. You might as well get both done. <laughs> yeah. Good um, for him. Pull out his right. resume while he's at it too. Great quarterback at Oregon. Drafted one two with Jameis Winston. Both never showed up to be anything substantial. Um, let's go for the reason we're here, and that is. Well, we're going to just go through Barker's list of what he watched this year in 2022 and go through some of his top five shows, top five movies, and me and Hunter will dissect it because Hunter knows we're everything. Gonna, we're going to pepper him with questions. Why'd you like this? Who's that? Are you bisexual? It's going to be – they're just going to fly. They're just going to fly. Yeah, just it happens fast. Let them out. Awesome. Yeah, so let me, let me dive in. First off, I do want to say that um, there were a lot of TV shows and movies that I didn't finish, right? I have a list of – TV shows such as Moon Knight, Wednesday, Andor, The Bear, The Peripheral, C. Haven't finished them. Halfway through them, just stopped. That's nope. how bad my ADHD is. You know what's what's the reason? Is it the is it the medical diagnosis or is there another reason? So so Dan, you remember back in back in college, I had this problem where I'd get drunk, I'd start porn, I'd start watching a TV show or a movie, a lot of porn. Um, and then I would fall asleep five minutes into it. Yes, See, you did. It was it, it was scary. It was, it was narcolepsy. Tenet. It was tenet. It was narcolepsy. It was tenet. So I just continue that streak, and I just fall asleep, and then I forget that I watch it, and then I move on to the next thing. So I'm not against that. That's a valid excuse. So that's fair. It's one of those things that just you know that's what I do. And as much as I want to watch these shows, I'm getting to them. But there's so much TV movies to consume nowadays there is you, do, you know the so much consumption there. so much consumption all right so those are the unfinished ones let's see let's see what you finished yeah. okay so first off you know f- fresh out of the mind right white lotus mm. let me tell you what a beautiful story don't from. spoil season two no, i won't me. don't do that i'm on i right won't now. but season one was so good and you know the one thing that it did it like followed was just money aspects where are they going to top it from this next one they start going going with sex you know they really get it ramped up and through each storyline you know you just kind of just fall in love with each character they did bring back a couple characters from last season and man do they really make that show so that's one of my favorites fresh off the mind just finished it on sunday a couple days ago but it's one of those shows that that I was I was watching at 10 p.m. on Sundays. Yeah, I was skipping. Oh, go ahead, Dan. No, no, no. I was just gonna say I'm jealous. I missed out on that. That one's on me. Oh, I, I actually got Rachel to stay up till midnight watching. We finished White Lotus in a day, and I got her to to watch an episode. Not only start one at 10, but start one at 11 because it was that good. That's rare. So that it's that's that is as rare as Kobe beef in Tokyo. I mean, that's that's mm, rare. That, I well, I guess that didn't make sense because no. that actually happens a lot. I just meant like th- that Kobe beef is rare. I guess yes. it's not rare that it happens. That's a rare state. Huh. All right. It's rare. It doesn't happen often. Yeah. It doesn't happen often. <laughs> Good point. Um, but Hunter, yeah. Second season, 
doesn't necessarily live up to the first season, but it's so good still. I've, 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 you know what? I've probably talked to 10 people about it in the last 24 hours. Five say two is comparable, if not better. And five have said that one is just too good that nothing will top it. So I'm excited to get on two. Yeah. Very excited. One was kind of a revelation. And then, one, yes. And then yes. two, then two was like, okay, how the hell do we follow this up? Right. And it's a sequel. It's probably it's not a bad sequel, but it's never number one. It's probably going to be the best. It's like one of the best. TV sequels, like just completely changing storylines. You know, you don't see that much in TV. You don't. And that kind of brings me into the next one with Monster, right? Dahmer. That first 10 minutes of that show had me standing up goosebumps the entire time. I was so uncomfortable the entire time during, during that. Like, I didn't know what to do. It was just the acting was so unbelievable that you just kind of sat there and you're like froze. You were like the Dahmer victims. Mm. There's nothing that you could do except for watch the fucking exorcist. Tanner. Yeah. Hey Tanner, want a party? Yeah, no, that's, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think anything about it was weird. I thought it was quite a normal show, like a rom-com or something, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I had to say thank you for that layup. Cause you were watching it when you visited Denver. So immediately I had to go and also finish the show. So mm. That was that was that was chilling. That's a that's good. That's a good show. Yeah. That was a great show, actually. That's a hard skip for me. That's just one I I will not be participating in. It's really not that bad. Hunter, you're scared of every every movie that has. Any I don't sort do of I don't horror. do demonic horror. I don't I don't do demonic. Sue me for not doing the devil. No 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 no, zombies, no 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 no. It's not just demonic. It's anything that's categorized as a horror movie. You're not doing. Tell it. me what to give you me. Would, give me a couple. You give me a couple that aren't demonic. Give me a couple that aren't demonic. Barbarian. That's fucking demonic. How do you the, know? Because I know it is. You could just tell when watching fucking trailers that it's demon or some gross ass fucking shit. That's some gross ass shit. You were scared of the movie Us. It, oh, that was, did freak me out a little bit. Oh, so was yeah. I. So was I. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Hunter also holding hands. <laughs> Hunter, we we did a we did a seance senior year of college. <laughs> All of us together. So I don't I don't think this demonic shit that you're pulling right now is legit. He, don't you call me a fraud on my own television show. I'm just saying. I'm here, I'm here, you know, to make the, those waves. <laughs> Dude, you're lucky Mike's not with us anymore. He would cut your feed so quickly. Dude, our intern's just half assassin. Like, whatever we want him to do, he just goes out and does it. Cut like. Like Mike, dude, we need additional funding. Can you? He goes, I'm on it. Don't worry about it. Comes back with like quarter million dollars. How'd you get this, Mike? Hey, don't, don't worry about it. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Um, yeah. So I, I, um, I tried to get Hunter to watch White Lotus, but I couldn't get him on it. Um, I was saying we should do it as it was coming out, but besides the point, now he watched. We still can. That could be next week's episode. The show's over. Uh, the season finale was like four days ago. We're past it. We missed it. But I can catch up by next week. I can finish the whole. Th- I can finish the whole thing tonight. Besides the point, Barks carry on. Yeah, awesome. Well, next next show that I think was was really good, and the thing is, they left it off with a cliffhanger, even though they said it was the last season, and that's Peaky Blinders, um, one of my favorite shows that I've that I've seen in Netflix has 
thank God Netflix started like created this because it is wonderful. Thomas Shelby is the most terrifying man on the planet. I think he's up there with Darth Vader. I think he's up there with Dahmer. Just terrifying villains that you're somehow rooting for at the end of the TV show, no matter what. Yeah, I know Hunter is looking rooting for Dahmer. Well, that's what I was. I go the way you just made those compare. You were rooting for Vader and Dahmer to get out of there. You're like, come on, man. But like, I mean, Walter White, you know, very, very similar character arcs. Um, and as much as I want there to be a next season, I know there's not. But yet, why would they leave that cliffhanger? Um, well, because because the movie's gonna be a movie. Oh, well, the movie will. I mean, hopefully, it's not like the Entourage movie where it's just terrible. So, hopefully, it sums it up in a nice, yeah. in a nice bow. We I can, trust the Brits. Let's let's uh let's chat. We can chat about Peaky a little bit because something me and Hunter both watched. We didn't really talk about it on the show, um, on the podcast. But I, I didn't love the last season, um, and I the ending I did enjoy. But I, I thought I was gonna like a setup for a movie, but I'm not into it at all. Um, I just like it to end either in the show or another season. Like I just I wasn't a huge fan of the setup for the movie. Um, I'll, uh, I might counteract you here. I actually really love this last season. I think I am in agreement to you that I don't like the setup for a movie either. Just give me another like six hours worth of TV shows instead of like a two hour movie. I just don't see the point in that. Right. Cause then it's, do they put the movie on? I, I don't know. I, I don't agree with that either, but I actually thought the story and the plot, and of course the ending was like, it felt like I was watching a Christopher Nolan twist at the end of his movie. You know, you're like, holy fuck, the dude's a Nazi. Right. So Johnny I mean, Dogs. Johnny Dog, oh, Johnny, Johnny Dogs. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, we didn't really talk about it on the show, but I agree with you, Barker. I thought, I thought that was phenomenal television. I mean, Netflix taking it over from BBC, which I think after season two is when it was. You could just immediately see the difference that it makes to have a big studio back you up, right? I, I mean, I do, I do want to note it still is a BBC show. Yes, um, yeah, but no, I, I don't know how the partnership works, but like B, B, the Brits had the show months before it came out on Netflix. Yes, that was very frustrating. It was, that was. I had a friend watch with a VPN, especially with this day and age of technology. Just like, even if I didn't know that anybody could watch it three months before me, I would have been fine. But the fact that I knew that the Brits, who we tied, by the way, mm, we, did, we did soccer. Yes, equal. yes. We are equal. Um, but they got to see it before us was was ridiculous. So I agree. Too many actors are British nowadays. It's, fr- it's frustrating, right? I mean, they just have great accents, too. You can't even pick them apart anymore. Mm. Yeah, the, the accent has really grown on me. Um I, wait, real quick, yeah. off that point, isn't it the to Barker and you, Daniel? Isn't it the craziest revelation in the world where you watch like six movies with some guy, American in every movie, and you listen to him on Conan or Fallon, and the dude is just straight up British, right? Like, just the craziest accent in the world, and it just it blows your socks off. That was probably, right? Is that not a crazy thing? That was probably Tom Holland for me because I had no idea. That's a trip. That's a trip. He looks like a white boy from Minnesota. Like yeah. he really does. Yeah, totally. No, totally. it is. I think everyone has that moment where you're like, "No fucking way!" Right. And it's like the heaviest accent. It's never something light. It's some some deep Manchester shit. You know what I mean? Right, right. You watch Christian Bale's Batman, and then you hear a freaking interview with him. He's like, "Yeah, right." He tried to film, and the film wasn't working. To and I'm like, "What? No." No way. That's the accent. That was That's your Al- that accent. was your Alfie Solomon's accent. That was not your Tom Hardy. I never said Tom Hardy. I said Christian no. Bale. Oh my bad, my bad. 
No, I think the you're, biggest. You're I think the biggest one was um, Margot Robbie after Wolf of Wall Street. Trip. Because nobody, because she was she was new into the scene of of movies. That was her first big big thing, and then and the next thing you know, she's in her Australian accent. Um, I'm not gonna try it because one, I am the worst at accents, but absolute trip, like Hunter said. I think the Australian accent makes her just pretty a lot more elevated, wouldn't you say? Elevated, oh, pump that up. yeah, sure. My t- yeah. like you know, referee pumping up the time clock. Yeah, it's, she's up there. Now. But but that Brooklyn yeah. accent too also has that nice all little, of it, that little all kick it. to it. You know, absolutely, a little bit, absolutely. little bit of buffalo sauce. <laughs> just a little. She's she's world class. She's one of a kind. Um. All right. Yeah. So Peaky was you know it is what it is uh aunt paul died so they had to change the script that's kind of what threw me off but they did the best they could with the season so i'm excited to see how it actually wraps up and i did like the show ending um hmm. but yeah bars carrying on okay let's let's go i think i'm gonna go with probably the most obvious tv show of the year um house of the dragon mm. gotta be has to be i mean We've been we've been Game of Thrones stands for God knows how long. Exactly. Like I think I jumped on the, the bandwagon season five, watched it all, and then season six through eight I got to got to watch live, which was amazing. I mean Stark Flag right there. Shout out Dan. Homie Cheers. for for that one. Cheers. He did give me he did give me that gifted to me. Um but yeah, the one thing that I didn't like about House of the Dragon was was the time change. Right. I, it's hard. It was hard. I mean, How often do they do that in shows? Yeah, like mid season. Mid season, it's like you know. I feel like they could have found enough to create the background of Millie Alcock's character, the Princess Renera, Princess Princess Renera, within within that first within a first season, and then brought in the other act actors for season two. Emma Darcy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I just think it was like the nature of the way they wanted to do season one. I don't know if there was really any way around it. And it was jarring. There's like no other way to put it. It was jarring and it wasn't done perfectly. But just the way they told the story, I'll, I'll allow it because I wanted to learn that much background of what's really going on in this war. Like why this right. war really matters. So, yeah, it was jarring, but it kind of is what it is. You think about it. They probably, right, and who fucking knows, maybe they actually came out and said this already, but with the end in mind, they probably didn't want this to be another seven, eight season show. So you can combine three seasons into one, do a time jump, a time jump, no matter what, where you change actors is like a kick to the dick. But I mean, doing it mid season is pretty egregious. So who know who knows why, or we do know why. And I'm just uneducated, but yeah. I can see that being a very fair point. Yeah. And plus like the one, the one thing about, you know, shortening the seasons or whatever too, we saw that in season seven, season eight, and and look oh. how that look how that that ended, right? <laughs> An abortion. Exactly. I think people are so fast to to want to consume things and get the plot points and whatnot. They really do not like the slow burn. Yeah, it's like season, it doesn't do season it. one through five of Game of Thrones was was very slow paced. Like so yeah. you had the you had the episode nines where those were like the big episodes but everything was just political and you know yeah. you would learn everything so yeah i don't know there's something about this new generation that doesn't necessarily necessarily click with me but fucking but I, millennials but i really enjoyed the series it was it was fantastic and yeah. plus i don't know about you guys but at the end of the first episode i looked at my roommates and i was like so millie alcock's pretty hot right 
and they just kind of. I texted Dan the same thing. It's funny because in the trailers, I said, no way. (laughs) She looks horrible. And you combine the voice with the acting in it. I mean, it it was lights out. It was lights out. I think. That was a universal thing. Everyone just Googled her real quick, like confirmed. Oh, I don't know. She went from 15,000 followers to like 4.5 million overnight. Uh, Yeah, it was just like, I think, are we all on the same page that she's hot? (laughs) She is hot, yes. Confirmed. Yes. Uh, Yes, so House of Dragon. I mean, me and Hunter talked about it a lot. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I went on a rant, Barks, about people wanting so much out of every goddamn episode. It drove me insane. It's just insane. like episode four doesn't have to match Battle of the Bastards. Like it's not boring. Just chill out, watch HBO at nine o'clock with your family, and enjoy the hour. And stop yeah. making it more than it is. Yeah, there's there's a reason why some people are are foot soldiers, and then you know some people are in the high castles because they can play the long game. I like people that who can't play the long game. See you later. Put them down in the field of thunder. Mm. Hunter would do well. I think he'd be a great field commander. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> men would die, but there would be victory. There would be victory. Listen, listen, men would die. I would just make it out alive. <laughs> men would die. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you for the compliment, though. I, I might get a T-shirt of that. Mm-hmm. I'll tell my friend TJ. He just actually called me earlier. That's funny. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Going back. Um, okay, final final TV show. Um, this is this is kind of just like a personal. Just I don't know why I love this show, but Outer Banks, man, that show you, gets you're me a flamer. Go, you're a flamer. I love the I love the shitty acting. I love the shitty script, but something about it just gets me aroused. And it might be Madeline <laughs> Klein, but who really knows what really is pushing me to continue to watch this show. I have no input here, so I mean, I, I've yeah. I've heard things. I I don't know if they're good things. But I've heard things, I guess. I I have not watched either, but what I can confirm is that sometimes it's fun to watch something kind of shitty. So I can I can get on that. All right, Barks, solid top yep. five. Is that that's is that my five? top? That's my top five. Um, you know, we have we have a special special, whatever, extra one. I'd say Kenobi, just because mm-hmm. of the. The it factor of bringing him back, right? The sheer length mm-hmm. between last time we've seen him on screen, no doubt. He was oh, so yeah. handsome. No he aged so well. Oh, long I mean, he is—he is just this Scottish king. I mean, I would shake his hand in a heartbeat. Yeah. I, I want to shake your hand, yeah. McGregor. He went, yeah. In the okay. do the Kenobi Darth Vader scenes just no matter throughout the universe chill you to Tears. the core, right? Chill you to the core. No matter what they they could be talking about banging checks, right? You'd still have goosebumps about how intense totally. the situation is. It is. I literally how, just watched it on YouTube. So good. How fitting it comes up at the end of the year special. I mean, from all the TV shows and movies that were consumed, those Darth Vader Kenobi scenes might be up there for some of the scenes of the year, right? If we were giving out awards, they'd be the finalists when we'd have the host up there announcing them. No doubt. Mm-hmm. That seems unreal. Um, Barks, you want to go through your movies? Yeah, okay. We'll we'll run through these. We kind of got carried away for sure. No worries. Um Okay, so after kind of going through some of the movies, um first one gotta be Top Gun Maverick. Mm. No question. Um, Tom Cruise is 
He's one of my favorite actors. I recently rewatched the Mission Impossibles as well. And there's something about him that just screams excellence. It's Scientology. Scientology. <laughs> it's him yelling at his at his coworkers during COVID. There's something about it. And you it knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. And so I'm super excited. I was super excited to see this one. Just as corny as the last one. But somehow action packed though. Oh, so action packed. And everything was real. That's I mean Miles Teller's abs were real. Oh yeah, they were man rocket. Incoming. <laughs> with with the I mean the planes being real, that changed it changed everything. Like some somebody was like, Oh, it's all CGI, why do you watch it? I'm like, hmm. Right. He says that you go 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 shut your mouth. Go, sh- shut up. You shut up, right? The second he says that. Yeah, they're in the back seat, you fucking idiot. Uh, some people. Yeah, idiots. Yeah, we me and Hunter went through a great film. Good film. Definitely, definitely a well earned top five. Yeah, it's a good pick. Mm-hmm. Um okay, so the next next one. Um so I saw this in theaters by myself, which is the first time I've ever seen a movie in the theaters by myself. And it's it was the Northmen. Oh, I, th- I got to see that. I got to see that. Prime, is that streaming anywhere? Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. We talked about it a couple nights ago. Yes, we did. Um, yes, we did. But fantastic movie. I love the fact that he found so like in the, the, the plot line, right? He finds the peop- he finds the people that he wants to attack. But instead of just, you know, ruining his the village, he just tortures them. Thinks mm-hmm. that it's a sign from God, right? He really just takes that psychological mindset and just takes the dick and twists it. And it's an <sighs> unbelievable Viking story too where he's just ruthless. I'm Definitely picturing Liam recommend. Neeson's Taken, but in the year 1100, and yes. starring Alexander Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. I, I found out there's three Skarsgårds, by the way. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I only knew of Bill and Stalin. But... Stellan, Bill, and, and Alex Skarsgård. Yeah, and Alex is fucking built different, so good to know. That movie does look good. I, you always want some, sometimes you just want some egregious violence. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Absolutely, absolutely wonderful if you're looking for, for something a little... Something with like uh, you know some meat on the get bottom. you on the edge, some blood. Exactly. Um, okay. Next, probably I'd say I'm looking at my list of movies that I've watched. I'd probably say Don't Look Up. Right? It's a sat- yeah. it's a satirical Great. comedy that just kind of hits the right chords. Um, through Great kind acting. of it's a it, what? Great acting. Oh, great! A- great I thought you said redacting. Oh no 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 redaction. Yeah, but with like Timothy Chalamet, um, and you know, uh, I'm Leo, not blanking. Leo, Leo, Jennifer, Lawrence, Leo, Jonah, Jenna, Hill. Yeah, Jonah. Okay, just rip him off. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, guys. Um, it's just it's a great it's a great story. It's very you know honest with with our time, but in a way that kind of portray, portrays what we need to start doing to you know save our planet. Say there's there's actual cl- uh, climate change. Don't want to you know upset any viewers. That's not real. <laughs> yeah. So don't look up if it's not. <laughs> no, I uh, don't look up. I just like, totally forgot it came out this year. But so good. Just I feel like it just was good and just went away. But definitely really good movie. I think right. The expectations quick... were a little too high for it. Sure. But, but I mean, it's great for what it's worth, right? But you're you're right. It was. It felt like a 
two week, three week pop of it's a craze of America, and then it's like it never came out, right? It was over. Yeah, it was just one of those Netflix things. So it was just there and gone. Yeah, Adam McKay. Adam McKay. Parks. Yep. One. I think I got maybe maybe two more. Um, next one. Saw this in theaters as well. Woman King. Woman Viola. King. There's there's nothing more than I enjoy than some chick with a big ass spear just fucking shit up. It is so arousing and just so just entertaining. I can't you know I can't stop that Black Panther. It is unbelievable some of the skills that they that they have in those movies, and it's just. I you just sit, stop and watch. What I'm picking up from this is that Barker wants to be dominated. That's hundred <laughs> oh, percent. I think everyone here was thinking he wants to be put in a cage. <laughs> this is. I still have to see. In, in your defense, I still have to see Woman King definitely. I didn't go and see it in theaters. That was a, I think I knew the second it came out with that was a wait till it's streaming movie for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Just not really a thought process, but it's, it's on my list. So I'm glad to hear that you liked it. Who'd you see that with Clark? Um, I saw it with Josh and somebody else. So three dudes going to yeah. see, going to see woman King. So yeah. Cheers to that. It's number two on the list. That's mm-hmm. pro- good. Cheers to that. Yeah, definitely. Um, don't remember much, many of the plot points. Just who cares? Who cares when there's just action, you know? Strong female African-American just, lead swinging a sword. Yep, exactly. Like Big Mama's house. <laughs> <laughs> With Boo Medea's Halloween, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Both played by Madden, which is funny. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Tyler Perry. <laughs> okay, then I think the last the last movie that I have, uh, probably The Batman. I just recently... Uh, Rewatched. Was it. that a 2022 film or? Yeah, yeah it came out in March. I looked it up before. Oh, it was. My yeah, goodness. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Did a lot of I research. Not list. gonna lie. Um, but I think the plot. I mean, you had three hours wow. available, and so the multiple plot points with with the different villains, alongside, you know, unearthing the character that is um, the Batman was great. Mm. Um, you know, necessarily he wasn't. He didn't figure shit out until it was too late, but you know, what superhero really ever does? Right. You know what? I respect the realism of hey, yeah. sometimes people fuck up, right? Like, hey, you know what? The hero isn't always gonna win. I think it definitely I think it definitely applies more to what everyone's thinking these days. So I like the adaptation. You never want to keep doing the same shit over and over again or get stale. So I like the creative liberties. And yeah. Rob Pat is phenomenal. No, they took a they took a huge stab at changing the way we see batman and at the end of the day it's an origin story so it can be whatever those origin you want it to be and robert pattinson Pattinson murdered it just killed yeah for sure he's great good movie he's great he's a good chap all right bars good top five yeah Um, Yeah, i I think it was four but that's all right i believe in it was five i'm leaving glass onion and avatar in there so as to be one of the one of those fillers have you not seen glass onion yet i didn't realize it was a one week release Oh, no, you're Hunter, so foolish. Hunter's I was gonna, all over opening night. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows, all right? All right, Congrats. dick. No, we the way you said that was a little pretentious. Yeah, well, so we can all be we can all have a little drama. We can, yeah, I got you nine can't days. talk about it with us, so it sucks sucks for you. 
you got, you know what? I'm just, you guys are pigs and I know neither of you stand with women. And I just made that public knowledge. <laughs> um, you know yes, what? You know what? Dan always says <laughs> yeah. he's not misogynistic, and he is. Look at that hair. It's oppressive, and it's it's childish. It's, it's French-Canadian. back. 50 slick-back black hair wigs. <laughs> 50 slick-back black hair wigs. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we are here at – we're running a little longer than we expected. Um, Hunter, you have any questions for Barks before we let our guests go? Um, I don't know. I feel like the way you asked, you maybe had some in mind, but I guess overall, if you could, if you could rate this year, right. On an A to F, A to F scale, right. Just kind of, and maybe you can use other years as a basis or not, but I guess in the rankings of media, right. TVs, movies, what do you rate? What do you rank this year? Is it a C, right? Were you expecting a little more out of movies? Were movies bad? Were shows bad? Were you blown away? Were you taken back? You know, what would you rate this? Yeah, I think I think this year still we still had a lot of repercussions from from COVID. Sure. Um, you know, you saw a lot of delays in some of the releases, like the new the new Mission Impossible. I mean, Top Gun Maverick was supposed to release last year, release this year. So, you know, we saw a lot of those delays. Um, but honestly, like after looking and kind of researching at the movies that I did watch and they were what were released. I didn't watch too many. Um, so I kind of put it more towards like a C, C minus. Um, but that's not saying that, you know, next year is going to be going to be kind of similar. I think it's going right. to ramp up. I'm super yes. excited for 2023. I think the movies that we do, that we are going to see the TV shows that we're going to, that are coming out um, are going to be really good. Uh, you know, one of the, one of the highlighted movies that I've, I'm so excited or TV shows I'm super excited for is the last of us. Oh, it's going to be great. Oh man. If, if you guys played that, I don't know if, if you guys played the game. I never did. I've never had the PS. I, I actually watched Tears. the entire walkthrough. I watched the entire walkthrough for the first game on YouTube, mm-hmm. probably like 12, 15 hours worth of YouTube. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited. I know the, the productions are starting to come back up. We're seeing we're seeing a lot more investment into the, into the movies. Um, so, you know, if we're if we're back into into 2016, 2017 movie like blockbusters, I'm gonna be a very happy guy. You know, I yeah. love I love the theater. So it's it's one of those calming, relaxing uh, things I love to do. Totally, totally. Yeah, I think a scene's a solid. I agree. When I was looking through, didn't see too much this year in reality. Uh, new no. stuff. And you're right. I like that optimistic look. The future, the future for film next year is looking pretty bright. I feel like, of course, right. I agree too. I don't want to keep doing this for everything, but I think you really start to see it pick up, probably starting maybe August, September, right? Maybe a little bit before that. A lot of movies hitting it. I mean, of course, there were some in the beginning of the year. There always is going to be, but a lot of those HBO shop shows dropped over the summer. Like we watched a lot of stuff from summer till now it feels like we've had no breaks it's been show after show movie after movie hitting theaters and to your point i think that's an inclination that 2023 is going to be a pretty crazy year for hollywood i think there's going to be a lot of shit coming out a lot of the major shows that we've been watching over the years are going to release seasons yeah i'm excited i'm excited i I think 2023 and 2024 might be people making up for lost time and then some and then some and plus you see sorry dan um, but and plus you see some of these 2022 opening weekends have been the biggest the biggest this of like all time too oh yeah so I think 
the the end of the year blockbuster movies and just putting them in like kind of putting them in that November December area it's dead i think there yeah. people are going to start releasing movies every weekend they have opportunity to which is really going to yeah. space things out as well so mm-hmm. we're not focused on that end of year you know holiday season blockbusters it's going to be all over the place Mm-hmm. First one to claim Christmas though gets a nice little payback. Well, yeah, right? but this is the main. This is the main movie time, right? This Christmas, New Year's section's big, for sure. Um, I was gonna ask you what your fate. I know you go back and watch a lot of series like Fast and Furious and Top Gun or whatever. Not Top Gun. Oh, I was gonna ask you what your favorite series is uh, that you've gone back and watched. But I also now I'm more curious. What's your What's your movie theater snack drink? What are you doing when you go? Are you a water bottle in the back pocket type of guy? Or are you a full popcorn and peanut M&M's? Yeah. Regular M&M's, regular. Um, it, it just depends. I mean, especially for the drink, right? I'll go either slushy or I'll bring I'll – bring, Gotta slush. Or I'll bring the gotta, water bottle. Gotta crush that icy machine when you if, if I'm feeling If I'm feeling like, you know, shit from the weekend, it's a Sunday, we're watching a matinee, I'm definitely bringing the water. I'm, I'm all business. I'm all business. I'm there. I'm there for entertainment and entertainment only. Mm-hmm. But when I do get a when I do get a slush, I'm getting either Reese's Pieces, um, bunch of Crunch, or peanut M and M's. Those are the okay. three. Why did I think you were allergic to peanuts? Why did I? So a tree I, nuts. I'm allergic tree to tree nuts. nuts. Not like peanuts my beautiful, anymore, smart, though. and amazing girlfriend Rachel is also allergic to tree nuts. All right. Anyway, anyway besides, no one cares. Sorry. What about you, Dan? Give me your give me your your number one. Yeah, I'm not allergic to any nuts. Um, <laughs> These nuts. Oh, chill on me, bro. Dog, chill. This is my show, <laughs> yo. Chill. Um, recently, I've gotten into getting the popcorn and pouring the M&Ms into the popcorn. They get all... Rodrigo. <laughs> Rodrigo. Uh, <laughs> they get all buttered up and melted, and it's so Oh, good. my God. That sounds horrible. What? Dude, you, uh, you know I don't like sweets. Oh, I, that's the craziest thing. You just don't like anything sweet. Except for Reese's Pieces. No, that's no, no. You said that and you had a bag of Reese's Pieces under your bed They would collapse. They would collapse. They would collapse. You're like, Rachel that. gave them to me in September. It's like, we're moving right. out, dude. Like, we're September of 2017. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, so I've been into the M&M's, into the buttery popcorn to drink. Sometimes I'll really crave a soda. But when you crank a big one of those, I got to pee. I got to pee. I gotta pee. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'm Listen. into the yeah, buttered up popcorn and M and M's. Mister Unlimited, Mister Unlimited. Um. All right, though. So Barks, I want to thank you for joining us and going through your 2022 list. A very vulnerable process, letting everyone know what you watched. Um. I did note you did note that you let off, left off Coca Melling. You watched all the seasons of that, but. Um, thank you for joining. Uh, you're the fifth, Shout out fifth, Gavin Gibson. fifth guest ever. So cheers to you. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. I really do appreciate it. Um, hopefully this, this uh, episode isn't scrapped, but Hey, you never know. So, um, one last thing. Hashtag fade the consumer. Now I was going to say thank you for coming on, but now I wish we still had Mike here in the studio. So he, Wow. Oh, he dropped the mic on you. So he could sexually harass the talent. Farts <laughs> <laughs> with the mic drop and 100 is <laughs> enough. I go, Mike, I go, 
I go, yeah, it was, we had to let him go. Oh, why is that? Hunter, he was uh, sexually assaulting the talent. They go, it's you and Dan. I, go, I know. This bit's over. Um, Barks, thanks for coming on. Thank you, uh, Matthew. And we don't scrap any episode. We don't cut anything out when Hunter argues with Rachel in the middle of episodes. Everything shows. <laughs> it's all live. It's all live. You'll get it all. It's like the, the bloopers, but we do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. We're doing it live. All right, Barks, thank you. Yeah. Love you, boys. Too. Love you, too. You have a great night. All right. Yeah, Barker was amazing. You <laughs> 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 gotta. You can't get any more organic than that. Uh, remember when I said, <laughs> you know, about 50 minutes ago, if you're listening to the whole episode, I said, welcome, Barks. Well, that was actually 10 seconds ago, real time. And that's organic tenet. as it gets. It's like tenet. Uh, yeah, it is mind-bending stuff. But me and Hunter have a lot of shows to go through, and I wanted to break down our top uh, shows and movies of the year. Yes, um, and for those of you that remember, we once did a segment called This or That. It's not dead. It's just forgotten, so it'll be back. Everyone that, everyone that thought it was a hit. It was called Embrace the Debate with Molly Quinn. <laughs> fuck is molly quinn um thank you barker for coming on the show again oh uh, yeah thanks barks <laughs> i did uh never mind um okay <laughs> so let's run through your list i'm gonna run through my list first of tv shows you run through yours um and then we will go through top five so okay this, baby this year from what i remember um, everything I watched, and most of the stuff I watched was new. Oh, you're I, gonna say it all. You're gonna I'm do it all. I'm just gonna quickly. Do, 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 do. Okay. All right. I'll time you. All right. Three, two. I'm gonna go. Andor, House of the Dragon, Kenobi, Severance, Stranger Things, Peacemaker, Euphoria, F Boy Island season two. I watched most of Adventure Time. I'm not done yet. Station Eleven, Barry, Rick and Morty. Welcome to Wrexham. Iron Chef on Netflix. I think you should leave season two. Peaky Blinders. Dave. Mm. Only Murders in the Building. The Bear. Pam and Tommy. Hated it. Nah, that's wrong. I didn't like I got bored. Moon Knight. And that the total is 21 TV shows. And wow. I did that in 30 seconds. That's good. That's Thanks. good. Um, do we talk about it or should I go now? Do your list and then we can we can touch on some stuff. Okay, I'm going to also try to read this fast. So, loyal fans, time me, get excited, maybe really get your ear to wherever you listen and be like, I've seen that, I haven't seen that, and let us know in the comments, please. Nobody ever comments. Unless it's about my bad picks, please. Um, all right, you ready, Daniel? Ready. And some of these, I have seen the entirety of the show. Some of them I'm about to read. I maybe did a full rewatch or watched the whole show for the first time. And some only the seasons that came out, right? Right, so right, right, right. There's not to right. No matter how many numbers are on here, though, the real number of seasons of television I watched were probably double this. So, you ready, Daniel? Ready. Here we go. And I might also be forgetting some. Here we go. Severance, Andor, House of the Dragon, Better Call Saul, Stranger Things, Rings of Power, White Lotus, Sopranos, 1899. Modern Family, The Bear, Rick and Morty, The Boys, Star Wars Bad Batch, Star Wars Clone Wars, Tales of the Jedi, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Moon Knight, Peaky Blinders. Um, oh, faster, Dave, come on. Dave, Westworld, Barry, The Handmaid's Tale, Righteous Gemstones, Veep, Inv I love Veep, Invincible, uh, Avatar Last Airbender Rewatch, Peacemaker, Resident Evil, Midnight Mass, The Sinner Season 1, Watchmen, uh, Euphoria, Big Little Lies, 
Dahmer, House of Cards, uh, Station Eleven. I think you should leave season two. Uh, I think that was it, and that should come out to thirty-eight television shows that I've watched this calendar year. That's a it's a fat number. And and you like you watched like most of mine were one season. Um, I think pretty much all of them. So like you right, watched it's like I watched one. all of Sopranos, all eight seasons, uh, all better, all five seasons of Better Call Saul. There's a new one I still have to watch. Uh, rewatched three seasons of Avatar: Last Airbender, seven seasons of Star Wars: Clone Wars. Yeah, like I was chugging along for sure. Five seasons of Modern Family, four seasons. So thirty-eight shows. Because uh, I wanted to do, I had the idea of doing the math of how much hours of TV and movies you watched in this calendar year. That's hard to do, right? Because you get your half an hour show. No, no, no. R- oh, just a rough estimate. Like, let's say we're going to consider every show uh, thirty-five four, minutes. Thirty. I like that number. And right? Every every show's nine episodes. And we just, but that's hard though because some Soprano seasons are like fifteen episodes; those are an well, hour, ten minutes. I kind of forgot you watched the Sopranos, but like you know, maybe maybe couple, we could, maybe we thousand, could get some next gen stats. I don't know, dude. I mean, couple yeah, that's a next gen stat. A couple thousand. I mean, fuck. I don't like know. I would like to see if it totals a day or two. Like how many days it totals? Oh, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. I I probably spent a month of this year consuming media, counting movies. Probably more. I probably spent more than a month of twenty four hour periods. Maybe maybe we can maybe we can work on some numbers for that, like a very rough estimate. But I would like I'd be into it. Maybe that's something we start in twenty twenty three to really get metrics going. Like I'll write down. I watched seven episodes of the whatever. It was eight hours total, and I'll have it in a note sheet for the end of the year. I'm into it. Um, all right. So for the list, um, looking at my list right now, um, almost everything. I didn't go back and watch any old shows this year, which is crazy. I only watched a couple. It was all a lot of new seasons or stuff I've just never seen. Yeah. So I didn't do anything old. Um, you know, some were one season, some were season one, some were limited series, some were some later seasons. Um, but I did nothing old this year, which is interesting. I mean, Adventure Time, but that's a cartoon. I've been just kind of cranking through, so like, doesn't right? Really I'd count. watch that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of how I did Avatar and Star Wars: Clone Wars. Right, you have it on. Yeah, maybe you don't pay attention for a full episode, but you have it on. Yeah, sometimes you miss you miss a whole episode. You're just like how, mm-hmm. but it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I watched twenty one. You watched thirty something. Thirty eight. Yeah, so I was impressed with myself with 21. I'm impressed with you at 21 as well. Yeah, I'm more, I guess, I was, especially this year, I was more TV than uh, movies. And I was big on the new stuff, and I was big on watching stuff as it came out. I was really trying my best to do that this year. And I thoroughly enjoyed the process of Wednesday nights for Disney Plus shows and Sunday night for HBO shows. Like, Yes. Uh, it, it just makes it more fun to watch TV and then go on Twitter and talk about the next day. Instead of getting everything getting dropped on Sunday, Not right? Where then that. you that right? It's so great the way it's been releasing each streaming service has kind of claimed a day, and so now I mean, right? Like in the full swing of things, you probably have three, four days a week where your shows are coming out on you know different days. Yeah, so, I love the HBO Sunday release. Like it's it's Sunday nights are just, and it's it's funny because they don't do Sunday night for every show. But when it's their marquee shows, yes, um, freaking obviously Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, Succession, White Westworld, Lotus like White Lotus, marquee shows that they know are big get the Sunday night release. It's that nine like and Sunday ten, that nine and ten slot, right? Like even Kirby Enthusiasm gives that ten o'clock slot. Yeah. Um. All right, I want to do my top 
five. Um, yeah, I mean, and we don't got to rip into them super crazy. I know no, Barker no. probably mentioned one or two of these, so, you know, we'll just yeah, uh, guess, yeah. So out of the shows I watched, um, Welcome to Wrexham's number five. I was pleasantly surprised by every part of that show. Fell in love with it. Number four, Peacemaker. Um, I thought that was just an incredibly refreshing take on the superhero show, and it was fucking hilarious. Three, The Bear. Uh, two, House of the Dragon. One, Severance. Um, the Bear and House of the Dragon had split. You watched my episode. I was I was in love with The Bear. House of the Dragon is amazing. Severance is totally the show of the year. Um, so that's my top five. And like, I would, I would say I'm pretty sturdy on those. Like, Welcome to Wrexham could easily be taken out by a Euphoria or a Stranger Things. Um, only Murders in the Building, even. But like, I just thought I, I really was refreshed by that. And most of mine were like a new way of looking at a show and just felt mm-hmm. new and exciting. So mm-hmm. that's my top five. Yeah. I'll hit mine. No particular order, but I'll kind of read them just off first glance how I had them down. No particular, you know, it feels like, like they're in order though. It kind of does, but maybe the first two are where they are. And then the next three are kind of popped around, but maybe I'll switch them up. Maybe I'll do it here. And yes. Uh, so I have house of the dragon, obviously, and or talked about it last week. So I've been waiting for maybe my entire life. Yeah. Severance freaking great. Um, Veep HBO max. Uh, recommended forever, political satire comedy, six, seven seasons, I believe. Really just fucking funny-ass show. Binge the whole thing. Didn't have to wait for Sunday nights. 30-minute episodes. Just really funny. And Better Call Saul. Um, been a couple of years since, or, uh, yeah, a couple of years since I watched Breaking Bad and just said, finally, I'll start it. And it's a treat. It, that was a treat. Bob Odenkirk is a great actor. Um, and with that being said, you know, a lot of these shows, too, are new or fresh spins or takes on something and it was just refreshing i mean it feels like this is 2022 has been the first year since 2019 where media came out and it was consumed and it wasn't just forced it was good shit and it was just it was a good year it was a, it was a good year for film yeah i uh and or could have totally snuck into my top five i've just kind of glanced over it like even yeah it's a gla- that's there, and there's so many shows yeah. on here like you said that peacemaker right i mean like fuck i could i could put 12 shows tied for number five absolutely right no and and looking at my list it was a great year for television in like in such a saturated saturated market right it's such like, a filthy little mud-blooded i feel i feel like i've watched no tv shows right i and then i write this out in like 21 i'm like, I'm, a, I'm a i'm a lap it, it's just like there's so much shit overwhelming your face at all times but yeah um, yeah, I mean, we've thought Station Eleven was a surprise hit on HBO. Um, I'm very happy you recommended that. I finished that in a night, I think. Yeah, that was, that was from Lily. And Severance. I mean, man, shout out. Me. Yeah, and then Euphoria season two was a lot of fun. There's a big. I like. I also like. I like having my own shows, not my own shows, but a show like Peacemaker or The Bear, where it's not as big. And I can still thoroughly enjoy it. I also a like little being niche. A, I like being a part of these massive cultural shows like Euphoria and Stranger Things. Like it's almost just as fun, just in a totally different way. When it's tasteful, right? If every show right. is like that big, it would suck to go on Twitter every day and it's gonna be like, What is Cassie's deal? And every thread is like Cassie. You know, no, no, that's no, no, why no. it's good to have those niche shows. Yeah, Euphoria with the girl like it got Euphoria got too big. Like the internet's almost unbearable with that show. I, I think everyone just watches it now for the naked people. No, no, just that, how, 
and how outrageous can the show get? You know what I mean? Like it can really, it can raise the roof. That shows like too much for 90% of the people who actually watch it. No doubt. Um, in terms of new movies this year, I have not seen any feels like, um, I really didn't watch many new movies. Um, I saw Cha Cha Real Smooth on Apple TV. Um, Dakota Johnson, she is Bay. Um, I think this was 2022. I, I should have double checked. It might be 20. It's actually 2021 because it won an Oscar. Coda. Um, 2022, I watched Turning Red on Disney Plus, the Pixar movie. I watched The Greatest Beer Run Ever on Apple TV with Zach Efron. I watched Barbarian, which is on HBO. I watched The Batman. I watched Top Gun, both in theaters. I saw Lightyear. Uh, Disney Plus. I have to watch that still. Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which I loved. Amazing. Classy. I'm sure you did. Great. Did you watch that? I have not. Oh, dude, put it on. It's, it's, I will. It's just filled with Easter eggs. For it's, you, I will. Yeah, I know you like uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I love it. I love it. Oh, you'll be in love with this movie then. Um, and then Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which was my favorite movie of the year. On your plane. No, that was the second time oh. I watched it. Oh, right, 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 right. I saw that in theaters. Right. Yeah, that's it. Oh, delightful. Delightful. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, I, I know that I've just watched enough movies to be like, wow, that's a lot of movies. So I really didn't even bother to try to write down every one I've seen because that would probably take up like two sheets of paper. Neither did I, but mine Maybe would take three. up a but, quarter of yours. Yeah, a couple of marquee ones. Okay, okay, okay. Oh. A couple of marquee ones, uh, just for instance, movies I saw in the theaters this year. Death on the Nile, Nope, Knives Out, Two Glass Onions, uh, Sing Two, Top Gun Maverick, uh, The Batman as well. That was all those. And there's a couple more I can't remember. I wrote them down somewhere, but I can't remember where. Somewhere in my notebook. Um, it, it, it couldn't have been for more than four hours ago. Like, how'd you lose? I, I don't know. I how'd was, you lose I the do- files? I don't know. The files are deleted. Um, yeah, and then, you know, a couple of the new ones that came out. Bullet Train, which was just a great action film. Gotta watch it. Uh, All Quiet. Oh, you must. You really must. I think. No, those are my next two. All Quiet on the Western Front, too. Oh, you're going to love them. But All Quiet on the Western Front might be a top five movie that I've seen this year. I mean, I'm a sucker for war movies, and that was the adaptation of the century. Like, that was one that was up that was saving Private Ryan, is what that was. That was it was unbelievable. Um, yeah, you know, just just a bunch of other movies. I mean, all the trilogies, right? Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit. I rewatched all just the new Star stuff. Wars just this year. New stuff, no worries. Just right, just new stuff. Yeah. Bunch of other new stuff. Doesn't matter, but that's what I watched. <laughs> where did you bought a bunch of new stuff? Doesn't matter. Like you, you had a list. Where did it go? <laughs> I didn't really write the movies though. I just wrote all I just wrote all the TV shows. I'm just I'm thinking off the top of my noggin right now. Uh, you were too busy making breakfast for dinner. I was. I was. We we're trying to get rid of things. We we're gonna be gone for two weeks. Get rid of the home fries. Yeah, I had to get rid of the potatoes. Were they not in the freezer? Rachel makes her own. I... She dices the potatoes and the onion. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know about that enough. That's that's when you need. That's why we need Rachel in the studio audience. Like that's that's the perfect moment for that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. She's just laying on the couch waiting to watch White Lotus 2 right now. Right. She's just staring at you with her feet up like, come on. Hi, baby. <laughs> she flipped uh, me off. Hi, baby. <laughs> John D. Mania or John, whatever his name is. Yeah. What did you watch? This can week? I just, can I just have a hug? Can I get a hug? <laughs> Chris comes out. There's like, oh. 
Dude, because we, they just watch the football game. We have Barker on. All right, Barks, tell us everything you watch this year. You know, I spend most of my time on YouTube. I actually only watch one show, How to Catch a Predator. <laughs> <laughs> on Dateline NBC. Dateline. Um, yeah, so that wraps it up for everything we watched this year. So Hunter's movie list didn't really exist, but you had 30-something shows? I had 38 TV shows, yes, sir, that I've seen. And th- that's probably me also forgetting one here or there that I watched either a season of or two that is just skipping my mind right now. And, and, and looking at my shows, the only one I didn't really like, I mean, I liked the first beginning of it was Pam and Tommy. I just kind of got bored of it, but yeah, I liked everything I saw. Yeah. Okay. Moon Knight was great. Moon Knight was surprisingly Moon Knight was, good. Moon Knight was a solid win. Was Loki this year? Or is that last year that we watched at a big house? Really? Yeah. That was two With years ago. on the bag. Yeah. Downing on the bag. Um, Stranger Things was nice. F Boy mm. Island, I've thoroughly enjoyed. So everything was nice. Everything was a treat. Mm. Um, solid year. Everything, everywhere, yeah. all at once. Definitely won my movie of the year. Definitely my favorite yeah. movie of the year. What was your favorite For movie sure. of the year? Do you have that? That you saw? Uh, not don't I mean, don't not everything ever. Just twenty twenty two. I Top know. I'd have to, oh golly, no, not Top Gun. Um, I love Knives Out. I mean, that's no that's no secret there. That was really good. That's just a great movie. God, really, truthfully, maybe I'll quiet on the Western Front. Maybe the Batman. Um, That's all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah those uh, are those are a solid two. I'd have to really go in the memory bank. Also, I, I couldn't, I could highly recommend Cha Cha really, Real Smooth. Yes. Yes. TV. I'm I a sinner Dak- for not watching that yet. You recommended that for some time. Love Dakota Johnson. And, and hey, sometimes a little um, coming of age rom coms retreat. Yeah. Does no wrong. All right. Sorry, if it, sorry, it feels rushed. If it feels rushed, you know we're just we're a bite-sized podcast, and this is an hour have, and a half podcast, by the way. Pre- precisely, and you know there might be some award ceremonies coming through. Dan and I are going to wear some costumes, do a little gimmick. So just show us some love. Just show us some love. Um, no, Hunter does know Jordan Peele, so he's going to come on the episode and talk about his new movie, Nope, um, on next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Besides the point. Besides the point. <laughs> um, I do have a quote. Son of a... <laughs> I do have a quote for everyone. As, right. as we begin a new year, let's discard what was jaded. Let's put on in its place the beautiful garments of faith, hope, and love. I, I didn't actually fully read that one before. <laughs> so. All you had to do is read the first three words and you go, this is probably a great quote. And then you read the rest of it. And you're like, garments, clothes. Um, <laughs> exact, I just looked up quotes about a new year. I, I do like how you always gear your quotes towards either the episode or I've been the trying. times that we're in. It's, I've been trying. It's refreshing. It's not just something random. Like you could be like, okay, this is Leonardo da Vinci. You know, this is I what did. he said about paintings. Everything's geared. I've been trying to do that because you yelled at me for doing random ones last time. A few weeks ago. Uh, Tomorrow tomorrow is the first blank page of a 365-page book. Write a good one. Tomorrow is not New Year's Eve. Well, well, you know, you read that to yourself on New Year's Eve. That's a a premature baby right there. It's the New Year's Eve-themed episode, and you're the New Year's Eve baby. Should we release this in like three weeks? I am am baby time. I am baby time. (laughs) With the big ears and the top hat from the, the old... I just I just googled New Year's Eve baby. You are baby time. Is that is that the same person I just described with the big ears and the curly hair? Yes. 
What is that it's, from, though? Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer New Year's. Rudolph's New Year's. Okay. I think in, like, somebody's hunting, Father Time or some evil people are hunting the baby to, like, stop the world or some shit like that. I'm if I remember it. it correctly, they're taking the baby. They want the baby. <laughs> okay. And that it might be where he goes to the island and misfit toys. I, I don't know. There's a baby, though. He's got curly hair and big ears and a top hat. I've currently and he walks around in a diaper. Yeah, and he's got the nip- yeah, his nipples are out. He seems nippleless, but yeah. He's Well, there's no... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Rudolph's okay. Shiny New Year. Rudolph's Shiny New Year. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, thank you for all of our little listeners. Barker, thank you again for coming on. You're such a great guest. I'm happy we could uh, make, the founda- make, make, you ha- make the foundation happy of uh make a wish um yeah so really looking forward to it happy hanukkah merry ramadan merry christmas to all of you that listen um getting ready for a happy new year mm-hmm. what's happening in lent i'm probably gonna turn my six or not lent um new year's <laughs> resolution i'm probably gonna focus on turning my six pack into an eight pack right uh, i need some real gut health i think uh, my stomach's imploding but um yeah i love you all thank you fans you bring a tear to my eye and you keep me alive quite literally and as always you can't eat your pudding unless you eat your meat. Mm. Thank you. Thanks.